morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, everyone. It's so good to see you this morning. I'm so, so glad Pastor Jeremy here with a full 180. And um, we are going through the Bible in 180 days, shooting for 180 days. But um, I thank you all that are coming on or that are on with me. No one's on Instagram yet, but I can't see what's going on with with uh, Facebook and YouTube. But um, thank you for joining me for communion this morning. Um, I will tell you that communion every day will change your life. It'll bring you closer to the Lord. It will if it, it forever puts Him in the front of your mind and your memory, and um, causes you to think before you do, think before you speak. Think before you think, seize those thoughts. The more we identify with Christ and his sacrifice, the more we identify with Jesus and his suffering, the, the less likely we are to do anything that would hurt him or offend him or anger him. And so um, we, I'm so glad that you're joining me this morning, but we're just going to start with some prayer right now. And, and Lord, we thank you. Lord, we glorify you. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We glorify the name of the Most High God, Lord. I just ask right now, Jesus, that you that you would just come, Holy Spirit, that you you are here, Lord, but that you would just come in a special way, that your glory would just manifest. Lord, we want to be close to you, and right now, God, we just pray and we ask, Lord, that you would that you would <clears throat> just forgive us today, this morning. Lord, we ask that you would wash us clean with your word and with your blood. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for the sins of our mind, the sins of our heart, the sins of our, our body, Lord, the sins of our thoughts, Lord, of our words, of our actions, Lord. I just pray, God, that you would just, you would forgive us, Lord. We repent, Lord, we repent of, of, of our sin, Lord. We turn, Lord, but not only just to turn in a a religious way or turn in a, in a way that is we're trying to do the works in order to get close to you lord we are repenting because we want to please you we are repenting because we want to do right in your sight we are repenting because we want to please you we're repenting because you mean that much to us and lord right now i ask that you would wash us clean lord that you would wash us lord we we ask that you would cleanse us lord right now Lord, purge us with hyssop. Lord, uh, mark our walls with the blood on the doorposts of our lives. We ask now, God, if there's any hidden thing, Lord, sins of omission, sins of commission, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord, that you would reign and rule in our lives, Lord. And, and we just ask, God, it says where two or three are gathered in your name, and I definitely know Mama Raz is with me on Instagram because I can see it, Lord, but we are standing in agreement, Lord, that we will become more like you, Lord, that we will push everything to the side and be more like you. And it says in his word that he took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. We remember your sacrifice. Remember your stripes. Lord, we remember your broken body, Lord. And we thank you for your sacrifice now. In the name of Jesus, let us take the symbol of the body together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the same way he took the cup, 
And he blessed it and he said, this is the blood of my new covenant. As often as you do, do this in remembrance of me, Lord, we thank you for your shed blood. Lord, the blood that, that forgives, the blood that covers, the blood that redeems. Lord, we thank you for your blood and your sacrifice, Lord. We won't forget, Lord, and we honor and we praise and worship you. And thank you for loving us enough to come and to die for us and our sins. And that we might be with you forever, Lord, making a way, making propitiation, Lord, making the path available to us to have direct access to you and to, and to live with you in eternity. We thank you, Lord. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we glorify your name. Lord, we glorify your name. We thank you, Lord Jesus, and we glorify the name of the Most High. Well, this is Pastor Jeremy, and welcome to the full 180, where we are going through the Bible in 180 days, or doing our best to go through the Bible in 180 days. That's six months. I am so glad that you're joining me today, and we are in Job. Man, we've made it. We're coming. We're, we're trucking along here, and so um, let us read the word together. I'm excited to get into Job here. Job's character and wealth. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God with reverence and abstained from and turned away from evil because he honored God. Seven sons and three daughters were born to him. He also possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke, pairs of oxen, pairs, not so it's a thousand oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very great number of servants, so that this man was the greatest and wealthiest and most respected of all the men of the East, North Arabia. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> his sons used to go in turn and feast in the house of each one on his day. They would send word and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When the days of their feasting were over, Job would send for them and consecrate them, rising early in the morning and offering burnt offerings according to the number of them all. <clears throat> for Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Job did, all, did this at all such times. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm so sorry. Now there was a day when the sons of God, angels, came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan, adversary accuser, also came among them. The, the Lord said to Satan, isn't that something right there? It says, now there was a day when the sons of God, angels, came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan, adversary and accuser, also came along with them, <coughs> came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Then Satan answered the Lord from roaming around on the earth and walking around on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered and reflected on my servant Job? For there is none like him on all on the earth, a blameless and upright man, and one who fears God with reverence and abstains and turns away from evil because he honors God. Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge of protection around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and conferred prosperity and happiness upon him and his possessions have increased in the land. But put forth your hand now and touch, destroy all that he has, and he will surely curse you, curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that has... It, 
all that Job has in your power. Only do not put your hand on the man himself. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. Satan allowed to test Job. Now there was a day when Job's sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were were plowing and the donkeys were feeding beside them and the Sibians attacked and swooped down on them and took away the animals. They also killed the servants on the edge of the sword and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger also came and said, The fire of God, lightning, has fallen from the heavens and has burnt up the sheep and the servants and consumed them and I alone have escaped to tell you. <coughs> While he is still speaking, yet another messenger also came and said, the Chaldeans formed three bands and made a raid on the camels and have taken them away and have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger also came and said, Your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, and suddenly a great wind came from across the desert and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people, and they died. I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job got up, tore his robe, and shaved his head in mourning for, for the children, and he fell to the ground and worshipped God. He said, Naked, without possessions, I came into this world from my mother's womb, and naked I will return there. The Lord gave, the, the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Through all this, Job did not sin, nor did he blame God. Let me ask you a question. The things that we go through and the things that we think are difficult and we struggle and things may not go according to how we've planned them to be, do we do or do we have the same spirit and the same reaction towards God? This is not God's fault. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away naked. I came in naked. I'm going to, to leave. Oh, Jesus, we got to think about our attitude sometimes and what we go through. Because sometimes I feel like, you know, when things get difficult, because they do get difficult. And I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? I'm going to die. And I'm like, no, this is nothing compared to what some people have gone through. Job here, look at this. And he still didn't curse God, still honored him and said he is, and worshiped him, still worshiped him, even in the bad. Job loses his health. <clears throat> Again, there was a day when the sons of God, angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan, adversary, accuser, also came along them to present. Oh, this is a <clears throat> pardon me. I keep uh, highlighting. Again, there was a day when the sons of God, angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan, adversary, accuser, also came along among them to present himself before the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Then Satan answered, from roaming around the earth and from walking around on it. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered and reflected on my servant Job? For there is none like him on all the earth, blameless and upright man who fears God with reverence and abstains from and turns away from evil because he honors God. And still he maintains and holds tightly to his integrity, although you incited me against him and to destroy him without cause. Satan answered the Lord, skin for skin. Yes, a man will give all that he has for his life, <laughs> but put forth your hand now and touch his bone and, and his flesh and severely afflict him and he will curse you to your face. So the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand. <clears throat> Only spare his life. <clears throat> so Satan departed from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome boils and agonizing painful sores from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And Job took a piece of broken pottery with which to scrape himself and sat down among the ashes rubbish heap. 
Then his wife said to him, Do you still cling to your integrity and <clears throat> to your faith and trust in God without blaming him? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the spiritually foolish, one of the spiritually foolish women speaks, ignorant and oblivious to God's will. Shall we indeed accept only for good from God and not also accept adversity and disaster? In spite of all this, Job did not sin with his words from his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard all of this adversity that had come upon him, each one came from his own place, Eliphaz, the Temanite, Bildad, the Shuhite, <coughs> sorry, and Zophar, the Naamathite. For they had made an appointment together to come to empathize with him and to comfort him. When they looked from, the, from a distance and did not recognize him because of his disfigurement, they raised their voices and wept. Each And each one tore his robe in grief and they threw dust over their heads toward the sky in sorrow. So they sat down on the ground with Job for seven days and seven nights and no one spoke a word to him for they saw that his pain was very great. Job's lament. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. And Job said... Let the day on which I was born perish, and the night which announced there is a man-child conceived. May that day be darkness. Let God above not care about it, nor light shine on it. Let darkness and gloom claim it for their own. Let a cloud settle upon it. Let all the, that blackens the day terrify it. The day that I was born, as for that night, let darkness seize it. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not be counted in the number of the months. Behold, let that night be barren and empty, and let no joyful voice enter it. Let those who curse it, <clears throat> let those curse it who curse the day, who are skilled in rousing up Leviathan. Let the stars of its early dawn be dark. Let the morning wait in vain for the light. Let it not see the eyelids of the morning, the day's dawning, because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb, nor hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Come forth from the womb. Will it? <clears throat> Why did I not die at birth? Come forth from the womb and expire. Why did the knees receive me? And why the breast that I would nurse? From uh, For now I would have lain down and been quiet. I would have slept then. I would have been at rest in death with kings and counselors of the earth who built, uh, who built up now desolate ruins for themselves or the princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver or like the miscarriage which is hidden and put away. I would not exist like infants who never saw light there in the death. There in death the wicked cease from raging, and there the weary are, are at rest. There the prisoners rest together. They do not hear the taskmaster's, taskmaster's voice. The small and the great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Why is the light given to him in who is in misery, and life to the bitter in soul? Who sorry who wait for who wait for death but it does not come and dig search for death more diligently than for hidden treasures who rejoice exceedingly and rejoice when they find the grave why is the light of day given to a man who is hidden and whom God has hedged in for my groanings for my groaning sorry for my groaning comes at the sight of my food and the, my cries of despair are poured out like water for the thing which I greatly fear comes upon me and that of which I am afraid has come upon me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I am not at rest and yet trouble still comes upon me. Eliphaz, innocent, 
<coughs> do not suffer. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, If we dare to converse with you, you will be impatient for offending. Will you be impatient for offending? Sorry. But who can restrain himself from speaking? Behold, you have admonished and instructed many, and you have strengthened weak hands. Your words have helped the one who was stumbling to stand, and you have strengthened feeble knees. But now adversity comes upon you, and you are impatient and intolerant. It touches you and you are horrified. Is not your fear of God your confidence? And is not the integrity and uprightness of your ways your hope? Ooh, that's powerful. Remember now who, being innocent, ever perished. Or where, in what circumstances, were those upright and in right standing with God destroyed? I have seen those who plow wickedness and those who sow trouble and harm harvest it. <coughs> Pardon me. By the breath of God they perish. And by the blast of anger, they are consumed. <clears throat> the roaring of the lion and the voice of the fierce lion and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The lion perishes for lack of prey and the cubs of the lionesses are scattered. Now a word was secretly brought to me and my ear received a whisper of it amid disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night. When deep sleep falls on men, dread and trembling came upon me, which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my skin stood on end. The spirit stood still, but could not I could not discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence. And when I heard a voice saying, can mortal man just be be just before God or be more righteous than he? Can a man be pure before his maker or be more cleansed than he? God put no trust or God puts no trust or confidence even in his heavenly servants, and he charged his angels with error. How much more will he blame and charge those who dwell in houses, bodies of clay, whose foundations are in the dust? who are crushed like a moth. Between morning and evening, they are broken in pieces and destroyed. Unobserved and unnoticed, they perish forever. Is not their tent cord drawn up within them so that the tent collapses? Do they not die yet without acquiring wisdom? God is just. Call now. Is there anyone who will answer you? <clears throat> and to which of the holy ones angels will you turn? For angels slay the foolish man, and jealousy kills the simple naive. I have seen the foolish taking root and upwardly prospering, and but I cursed his, his dwelling immediately, for his destruction was certain. His children are far from safety and including and included in their father's ruins. <clears throat> they are oppressed and crushed in the court of justice in the city's gates gate. And there is no one to rescue them. The hungry devour his harvest and take it, even when it grows among the thorns. The trap opens for his wealth. For affliction does not come forth from the dust, nor does trouble spring forth from the ground. For the man is born trouble as naturally as sparks fly upward. As for me, I would seek God and inquire of him. And I would commit my cause to God, who does great and unsearchable things, marvelous things without number. He gives rain upon the earth and sends waters upon the field. <clears throat> so that he sets on high those who are lowly, and he lifts up safety to safety those who mourn. He frustrates the devices and schemes of the crafty, <clears throat> pardon me, so that their hands cannot attain success or achieve anything of lasting worth. He catches the so-called wise with their own shrewdness, and the advice of the devious is wickedly thwarted. In the daytime they meet in darkness, and at noon they grope as in the night. But God saves the innocent from the sword of the mouth of the 
devious and the poor from his hand of the mighty so the helpless have hope and the injustice shuts its mouth behold how happy and fortunate is the man who god reproves so do not despise or reject the discipline of the almighty subjecting you to trial and suffering for he inflicts pain but he binds up and gives relief he wounds but his hands also heal he will rescue you from six troubles even in seven evil will not touch you in famine he will redeem you from death and in war the power of the sword you will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue and you will not be afraid of destruction when it comes you will laugh at violence and famine and you will not be afraid of the wild beasts of the earth for you will be in harmony with the stones of the field and the beasts of the field will be at peace with you you will know also that your tent is secure and at peace and you will visit your dwelling and fear no loss nor find anything amiss you will know also that your descendants will be many and your offspring as the grass of the earth you will come to your grave in old age like the stacking of grain on the threshing floor in its season behold this we have investigated it and it is true hear and heed it you know for yourself for your own good <clears throat> job's friends are no help then job answered and said Oh, that my grief could actually be weighed and placed in the balances together with my tragedy to see if my grief is the grief of a coward. For now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore, my words have been in incoherent because the arrows of the Almighty are within me. My spirit drinks their poison and terrors of God are arrayed against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass nor does, or does the ox low over his fodder? <clears throat> Can someone that has no taste to it taste can something that has no taste to it be eaten without salt or is there any flavor in the white of an egg my soul refuses to touch them such things are loath like loathsome food to me sickening and repugnant Oh, that my request would come to pass and that God would grant me the thing that I long for. I wish that it would please God to crush me and that he would let loose his hand to cut me off. Then I would still have consolation and I would jump for joy amid unsparing pain that I have not denied nor hidden the words of the Holy One. What strength do I have left that I should wait and hope? And what is ahead of me that I should be patient and endure? Is my strength and endurance that of stones? Or is my flesh made of bronze? Is it that I have no help within myself? And that success and wisdom have been driven from me? For the despairing man there should be kindness from his friend, so that he does not abandon, turn away from the fear of the Almighty. My brothers have acted deceitfully like a brook, like the torrents of brooks that vanish, which are dull and dirty because of ice and into which the snow melts and hides itself. When it is warm, they are silent and cease to flow. When it is hot, they vanish from their place. The paths of their course wind long, and they go into nothing and perish. Your counsel is as helpful to me as a dry steam, bit, uh, steam bed in the heat of summer. The caravans of Tema looked for water. The caravans of Sheba waited for them in vain. They were put to shame and disappointed because they had trusted that they, had, that they would find water. They came there and were ashamed. Indeed, you have now become like a dried up stream. You see a terror believing me to be a victim of wrath of, of the wrath of God and to are afraid to be compassionate. Did I ever say, give me something or pay a bribe from for me from your wealth or rescue me from the adversary's hand or redeem me from the hand of the tyrants? Teach me and I will be silent and show me how I have erred. How painful are the words of honesty, but does your argument prove? But what does your argument prove? Sorry. Do you intend to reprove my words with convincing 
with the convincing argument, when the words of one in despair belong to the wind and go ignored, you would cast lots, gamble over the fatherless, and bargain away your friend. Now please look at me and see if I lie to your face, and you know that I would not turn away from your suspicion. Let there be no injustice. Turn away my righteousness, and vindication is still in it. Is there injustice and malice in on my tongue? Can my palate not discern what is destructive? Job's life seems futile. Is not man forced to labor on earth? And are not his days like the days of a hired man? And a slave earnest, earnestly longs for the shade? And as a hired man eagerly awaits his wages? So I am allotted months of futility and suffering, and long nights of trouble and misery are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, when, I, when shall I rise and night be gone? But the night continues, and I am continually tossing until the day, dawning of day. My body is clothed with worms and a crust of dust. My skin is hardened and broken and loathsome and breaks out and runs. My days are swifter than the weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Remember that my life is but breath, a puff of wind, a sigh, and my eye will not see good again. The eye of him who sees me now will see me no more the eyes will be your eyes will be upon me but i will not be <coughs> pardon, <coughs> pardon me as a cloud vanishes <coughs> and it, and is gone so he who goes down sheol uh night and nether world sorry so he who goes down to sheol the nether world the place of dead does not come up he will not return again to his house nor will his place know about him anymore therefore i will not restrain my mouth I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. O oh Lord, I am the sea. Sorry. Am I the sea nor the sea monster? Am I the sea or the sea monster that you set a guard over me? When I say my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint, then you frighten me with dreams, terrify me through visions, so that I would choose suffocation, death rather than my pain. I waste away and loathe my life. I will not live forever. Let me alone, for my days are but a breath, futile and without substance. What is man that you should magnify him and think him important, and that you are concerned about him, and that you examine him every morning and try to test him every moment? Will you turn? Will you never turn your gaze away from me? It plagues me, nor let me alone until I sh uh, swallow my spittle. If I have sinned, what harm have I done to you? O oh, watcher of mankind, why have you set me as a target for you, so that I am burdened to myself? Why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my sin and guilt? For now I will lie down in the dust, and you will seek me diligently, but I will not be. Uh, Bildad says God rewards the good. Bildad the Shuhite <clears throat> answered and said, How long will you say these things? And will the words of your mouth be a mighty wind? Does God pervert justice or does the Almighty pervert righteousness? If your children have sinned against him, then he has handed them over to the power of their transgression and punished them. If you would diligently seek God and implore the compassion and favor of the Almighty, then if you are pure and upright, surely now he will awaken for you <clears throat> and restore your righteous place. Through your beginning was... Though your beginning was insignificant, yet your end will be greatly increased. Inquire, please, of past generations, and consider and apply yourself to the things searched out by their fathers. For we are only of yesterday and know nothing, because our days on earth are like a shadow, just a breath or a vapor. They will 
will they, the fathers, not teach you and tell you and utter words from their hearts, the deepest part of their nature? Can the papyrus grow without a marsh? Can rushes or reeds grass, reed grass grow without water? While it is still green in flower and do not cut down, yet it withers before uh, any other plant when without water. You are So are the paths of all who forget God and hope of the godless will perish for his confidence is <clears throat> is fragile and breaks and his trust is like a spider's web he trusts in his house but it does not stand he holds tightly to it but it does not endure he thrives and prospers like a green plant before the sun and his branches spread over his garden and his godless roots are wrapped around a pile of rocks and he gazes at his house of stones and is snatched if he is snatched from his place in the garden, then this place will forget him, saying, I have never seen you. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out, sorry, and from out of the dust others will spring up and grow to take his place. Behold, God will not reject a man of integrity, nor will he strengthen nor support evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with joyful shouting. If you are found blameless, those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tents of the wicked will be no longer. Let's continue, because we, we got a little bit of time here. Job says there is no arbitrator between... Uh, God and man. Then Job answered and said, yes, I know it is true. How can a mortal man be upright before God? If one should want to contend or dispute with him, he should not answer him once in a thousand times. God is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Whoever, whoever, who, sorry, who has ever defied or challenged him and remained unharmed? It is God who removes the mountains and they do not know it. When he overturns them in his anger, who shakes the earth out of its place, and its pillars tremble. Who commands the sun and it does not shine? Who seals up the stars from view? Who alone stretches out the heavens and tramples down the waves of the sea? Who made the constellations, the bear, Orion, and Peleides, and the vast starry space of the south? Who does great things beyond understanding, unfathomable, fathomable? Yes, marvelous and wondrous things without number. Behold, he passes by me, and I do not see him. He moves past me, but I do not perceive him. Behold, he snatches away who can restrain or turn him back. Who will say to him, what are you doing? God will not turn back his anger. The proud helpers of Rahab, the arrogant monster of the sea, bow under him. How can I answer him and plead my case, choosing my words to reason with him? For though I were righteous, I could not answer. I must appeal for mercy owed to my omnipotent and judge. If he called Sorry, if I called and he answered me, I could not believe that he was listening to my voice. For he brushes me with the tempest and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not allow me to catch my breath, but fills and saturates me with bitterness. If it is a matter of strength and power, behold, he is mighty. And if of justice, who can summon and challenge him? Though I am innocent and in the right my own mouth would pronounce me guilty. Though I am blameless, he would denounce me as guilty. Though I am blameless, I do not care about myself. I despise my life. It is all one. Therefore, I say he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When his scourge kills suddenly, he mocks and despairs. He mocks at the despair of the innocent. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. He covers the faces of his judges so that they are blind to justice. If it is not he, then who is it? 
that is responsible for all this unjust injustice. Now my days are swifter than a runner. They vanish. They see no more. They see no good. They pass by like the swift boats made of reeds, like an eagle that swoops down on its prey. If I say I will forget my, um, my complaint, I will leave off my sad appearance and be cheerful and brighten up. I am afraid of all my pains and worries yet they yet to come. I know that you will not acquit me and leave me unpunished. I am accounted wicked and held guilty. Why then should I labor in vain to appear innocent? If I were to wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with lye, would you still plunge me into the pit? And my own clothes would hate me and refuse to cover my foul body? For God is not a mere man as I am that I may answer him, that we may go to court and judge together. There is no arbitrator between us who could lay his hands upon both of us. Upon both of us would that would would that there would that there were sorry would that there were let him take his rod away from me and let not the dread and the fear of him terrify me then i would speak of my defense and not fear him but i am not like that in myself here we go last chapter job despairs of god's dealings when i am disgusted with my life and loathe it i will give free expression to my complaint i will speak in the bitterness of my soul i will say to god do not condemn me and declare me guilty show me why you contend and argue and struggle with me does it indeed seem right to you to oppress to despise and reject the work of your hands and to look with favor on the schemes of the wicked why do you who do you have eyes of flesh do you see as man sees and are your days as the days of a mortal are your years as man's years that you may seek my guilt and search for my sin although you know that i am not guilty or wicked yet there is no one who can rescue me from your hand your hands have formed and made me altogether you would turn <clears throat> would you turn around and destroy me remember now that you have made me as clay so you will turn me into dust again have you not poured out like milk and curdled me like cheese you have clothed me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinew you have granted me life and loving kindness and your providence divine care supervision has perverse uh, pre pres preserved my spirit yet these present evils you have hidden in my heart since my creation. <clears throat> I know that this was within you and your purpose and thought. If I sinned, then you would take note and observe me. And would you not acquit me of, and you would not acquit me of my guilt. If I am wicked, woe to me for judgment comes. If I am righteous, dare not, I, I dare not lift up my head for I am saddened and filled with disgrace in the sight and the sight of my misery. Should I lift my head up, you would turn you would hunt me like a lion, and again, you would show your marvelous power against me. You renew your witness against me and increase your indignation and anger toward me. Hardship after hardship is with me, attacking me time after time. Why then did you bring me out of the womb? Would that I perished and no eye has seen me. Should I have been, though as I had not existed, I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Would not he? Would he not let my days alone withdraw me from that I may have a little cheer? Before I go, I shall not return to the land of darkness, the deep and the deep shadow of death, the sunless land of utter gloom and darkness itself, the land of the shadow of death without order, and where it shines as thick darkness. My goodness. Dear Lord, what the Lord allowed to happen to Job. Job, I don't know that any of us on this earth this day could handle this. 
But let us pray. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we are grateful for you and your presence. We thank you. But now, Lord, we put on the whole armor of God. Right now, Lord, we apply it, Lord, the, the belt of truth, Lord, and the breastplate <coughs> sorry, of righteousness. Lord, we've shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, let the gospel always be everywhere we go. We are the carriers of the gospel, Lord. Right now, we put on the helmet of salvation. Lord, we take the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit. Lord, we do not want to walk into our day, Lord, not clothed in your armor, not protected by your word, not protected by your spirit, Lord, not protected by faith, Lord, by your salvation, your righteousness, and your truth. Lord, we thank you for your armor, Lord. Let it, let it, uh, let it uh, stave off, let it, let it uh, 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 ricochet every dart, every arrow of the enemy. Lord, I ask that our minds would be protected by our salvation, Lord, that you would cover us in your blood. Lord, I thank you for everyone that has come here today and we ask that you would walk with us, Lord, that you would bless us, that we would be a blessing, and we will give you all the praise and all the glory. In your mighty and powerful name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. I love y'all. I'm so glad you are with me today, and we will see you tomorrow for the full 180, right here, 625 for communion, 630 for the word.